It's the Pop My Culture Podcast with your hosts, Cole Stratton and Vanessa Ragland. Hey everyone, welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. And I'm Vanessa Ragland. Hey, happy 2012, what, everybody. What? It's, it's our, so crazy already. Yeah, it's our first episode uh, after the new year. We took a little break for the holidays. Mm-hmm. We're happy to be back. So happy. Um, and we're happy to be on Nerdist Industries. Yes. That's a great gift to us to start the new year. It is indeed. So hello, everyone from Nerdist. Thanks for coming to the show. Yeah, welcome. Um, a couple of uh, housekeeping things before we get to our great guest. And this yes. guy is having a banner year right oh, now. Oh, man. He is so relevant right now. He is indeed. <laughs> and he's uh, awesome. He's got a lot of great stuff going on. So we'll get to him in a second. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, all right. So let's uh, a couple other things. Uh, we have T-shirts. We've mentioned these before. Yes. They're available on our website, popmyculturepodcast.com. They're sweet and breathable and nice and not They're terribly cute, expensive. And we've gotten great feedback from people that have got them. Yeah. So uh, them. if you're looking for a little, uh, I've got all these gift cards to spend, but aren't specific to a store. <laughs> They're just actually dollars. I've got all these dollars to spend. Right. Come on by and buy or a Or if you just have a credit you? card. Because yeah, you don't even have to have money to buy things with a credit card. Weird, right? Yeah. Uh, also, uh, if you like the show, leave us a review on iTunes. It helps us a lot. A nice review, though. Yeah. Um, Super Caligula, I'm looking at you. <laughs> I got a hater. <laughs> oh, boy, do you ever. Evidently, Vanessa Ragland is the worst podcasting personality <laughs> oh, you have ever come across. That's okay. Which is like, what do I have to do to offend this guy? Yeah. I've been trying. I know. To get under his skin. So many episodes. You've been taking really direct digs. Exactly. <laughs> still on the target. I tell you. Anyway, uh, if uh, we're completely listener-supported, yep. uh, there is a uh, donate button on our website, popmyculturepodcast.com. If you donate, uh, we do a little shout-out on the air. We're going to do it a special way. Uh, I got a wonderful gift this holiday season. Better than diamonds? Better than cashmere? Yeah, well, it's, I actually got it as a white elephant gift. It is the T-Pain microphone, which makes your voice like a talented voice modulator, <laughs> T-Pain. The T-Pain microphone. Oh, I'm so jealous that you got that. So uh, we're going to have a little fun with that. So let's thank some people now, shall we? Tis the season. Yeah, PMC Podcast. Donations 2012. Let's do this. Here we go. Thanks for donating, Penny. It means a lot to so many mostly of us. Thank you, Penny. You are amazing. wasn't it Vanessa uh, yeah I want a grill yeah so thank you guys for donating to the podcast we it really, really appreciate means a it. lot to us let's get to our guest shall we let's do it let's do it 
Our guest today, uh, he's a co-writer of the incredibly acclaimed film The Descendants. He also Whoop. plays Dean Pelton on Community. Jim Rash is here. Well, hello. Thank you. Well, hello. Thank you for the intro. You're, yes. you're welcome. <laughs> I mean, cold at it, but you're welcome oh, yeah. from both of us. Okay. Thank you. I mean, I do a lot of research as yeah. to what you've been up to, but once I knew the credits... Then, nice. then you're able you just to plug them into an intro, them like, together mm-hmm. for your name. Yeah, it's, that's sort of the formula for a great intro. It is. Yeah. Really. You end with a name. Mm-hmm. You start with something about them. Right. It's just going back to the basics. Right. The subject of your sentence. Yep. Uh, what they are doing. Mm-hmm. The action. No Maybe predicates. Maybe descriptive words. Yes. And do not end on a, a preposition. Right. Yeah. Usually my intros before I got good at them, it would have just been Jim Rash. <laughs> <laughs> And then I, there would have been, like, this long silence. And I would have been mm-hmm. like, go, go, you go. talk, you talk. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay, great, great. Here we are. It's oh, going so well. <laughs> oh, thank God we knocked that off. Yeah. Well, thanks for being here. Dan. Yeah, thanks for having me. We're really excited about yeah. this one. <laughs> Other ones we're not as excited about. Yeah, I could tell. You know, I listened to a few, and I, it just felt like, oof, yeah. this is lackluster. Boring. Yeah, sorry, guys. Snoozy and goozy. Um... There's a really funny thing to talk about right now. Oh, yeah. This Cole is kind of mm-hmm. hilarious. Uh, so there's this Israeli businessman named Rodem Guez who legally With changed, us so far? He legally changed <laughs> his name. Do you follow? No. He legally changed his name to Mark Zuckerberg. Really? And he's getting sued by Facebook because he, he started up a thing called Like Store, which gets <laughs> Facebook likes for brand pages. Like, that's what he works on. So he changed his name to Mark Zuckerberg. Right. So people would think that this was, like, a thing. This is a new thing that Mark's Zuckerberg. come up with. Yeah, exactly. Wow, you know Mark. What? I'm a huge fan of Facebook. I'm going to follow his next project. <laughs> exactly. Oh, wow. What's he up to? What is Mark up to? What's his sophomore I hope effort? it's something legal. He's not stealing an idea. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's just so waiting to see funny. what Zuckerberg's follow-up project's going to yeah. be. You know, I feel like that's something out of Mission Impossible. See, I screwed up. I just changed my name to Tom, no last name, mm. and I was hoping the MySpace people would come with me. <laughs> they didn't. Nope. No. no. You have that weird picture of you in a hoodie, hunched over. Yep. Just hunched over a computer, yeah. white t-shirt. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I use it for everything now. What's up with that? I don't know. Mm. I look. I just want to bring glitter to people's profile pages. That's all Aww. I want. Yeah. That's nice. You know. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see Mission Impossible? No, I didn't. Oh, I, I saw did. a girl with a dragon tattoo. I saw that too. And I wanted to get a dragon tattoo. See, I really? Your Mission Impossible thing, but oh. quite his work as well. No, uh, I thought it was nice. Girl with a dragon tattoo. I liked it a lot, but yeah. I had seen the Swedish movie as well. I thought that uh, one was much one. better. The, the Swedish, Swedish you did, yeah. yeah. I, I, I guess I didn't have a, a strong opinion about which one was better. Yeah. It just, you know, felt like, oh, it's a pretty faithful remake. I yeah, guess. no, definitely you know, didn't feel like anything new. It wasn't like you know they said, oh, you know what, we're gonna make it really so America gets it. It's gonna be San Francisco, right? It's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make them a bunch of small business owners instead be, of an old family. It's just great. Yeah, this is gonna be really great. And that Internet whole entrepreneurs. Nazi stuff uh, feels like a downer. The whole preview. So, <laughs> the whole preview. Yeah. Like, what would be the version of that in San Francisco? Maybe jog owners. Like the fish market is okay, having. That's People good. hated the fish market. Right. People. Right. That's good. Let's the make girl that with the hate Ashbury tattoo. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Sometimes you need to be a part. Before you can fall in love. Oh, man. <laughs> and then they just miss each other on a cable car. And yeah. It's, and it's Whoa. raining at the end and his flowers have wilted. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. Oh, yeah. it's like a meat cute I'm surprised they didn't take this pitch. <laughs> yeah. We should well, we had well, known they were going to remake it. Well, we, we could have gone in there. We could call something else yeah. now. That's a, this is a yeah. movie. This is a yeah. new movie. That's true. New movie. Okay. New movie. Trademark. Every, uh, yeah. Anyone listening, do not steal this Shut idea. Up. Shut <laughs> up. Do not take it. No. We, uh, no, copyright. We uh, are, uh, yep. Writer's Guild. Copyright. I sent it away. That's, that's, that's legal. We're going to sue you. Yeah. <laughs> we will sue you. Ooh. 
This is America, and I will sue you. <laughs> Speaking of, though, I went and I saw Warhorse yesterday, and the previews beforehand were like uh, every Nicholas Sparksy kind of movie that's coming Ooh, out in February. Do too. One of them is called The Lucky One, which actually is a Nicholas Sparks thing, and it's like uh, it's it's Zach yeah, Efron. I'm well aware. Um, oh, really? He beefed up for the role. <laughs> he, wait, he beefed up. So what? Zach was. Yeah, well, oh, he's like he's like scrawny. a he's like a soldier, Just skinny, who, ugly, ugly boy, and finally got beefed <laughs> up. <laughs> he was tired of playing ninety eight pound weaklings in all his movies. He's tired of being the ugly duckling. They just really wanted to show he really him committed shine. Committed to the role, oh, please. Wow. <laughs> Me and Zach were for, for the same part. Yeah, he like finds a like he sees a photo sticking out of the sand. He's like a soldier, and he goes over to pick it up, and it's some girl. And on the back it says "Keep safe," and then a yes. bomb it's goes a out. Beautiful in the girl, not just some girl, mm-hmm. some beautiful a girl, girl worth keeping the picture, right? Yeah. Right? And fighting if for it, it was ugly, you'd say, no Man, thanks. Let's just leave that. Yeah. <laughs> but that would be such a, a way Not more... my problem. <laughs> <laughs> that would be such a way more interesting movie. Like, he picks the picture up. It's like some crazy, like, 400-pound woman. And as his key, he's like, Ugh. But then the bomb goes off, so he still, like, feels like she saved his life. Mm-hmm. So then he goes over to meet her and then just feels like he needs to romance her. And then he just... could be the person that it becomes her enabler because all of the morbidly obese people that I've seen on TLC have an enabler in their life Mm -hmm. someone that claims to love them but is really doing them more harm than good yeah now that's a movie i'd watch (laughs) Mm -hmm. copyright writer's guild (laughs) copyright copyright writer's guild don't don't tell anyone we'll sue you god we have two movies oh my gosh this is only the second day of the new year and we already have two feature films we're pitching blockbusters y'all blockbusters i'm gonna bust up the block well i'm sure the third one will get greenlit because that's the charm three's a charm so let's just let's let it happen naturally we don't know what it's going to be right now we don't know we can't spitball you know like we can't just spitball everything no we just move on to whatever because if we try to we'll come up with a really terrible idea these two have been gold yeah the next one could just be really awful yeah adam sandler plays his sister no no stop we don't want to jinx it Cold. because people are expecting. We've already nailed it twice. Right. And people are always saying, like, I don't know. I don't we know gotta, if they can gotta, really rise yeah. to the occasion. I don't know. This team. We've got to redefine ourselves. Redefine. <laughs> it's too late. Yeah. Already has been. Yeah. It's only the second day of the new year. Oh, and only five minutes from when we started this conversation. <laughs> well, I just people have a certain expectation now after the first two. Like, they know what, yeah. what we're about. Mm-hmm. And the third one, our it's brand. like, but we want to break the formula. Yeah. But then we're afraid if we do... We have to keep our fan base, though. It's going to be yeah. so terrible. Yeah. What, what I love is that we have done two reinterpretations of remakes. Yeah. You know, in mm-hmm. a way. You know, yeah. I think right. that's what people love about us. I think that's and right. I'm, and I say that not loosely, love. Because no. I think people have already fallen in yeah, love with our have. movies. Yeah, they have. It's happened. They fell in love with the, new, getting, the girl with the uh, uh, Haight-Ashbury tattoo. Mm-hmm. Uh, they will fall in love with what are we going to call the enabler? The enabler, yeah. Mm-hmm. About a mm. man who goes to talk to Not an a man, overweight Zach woman Efron. about what she did supposedly with right. her picture to save his life and in, 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 while he was at war. I'll tell you what I'm sick of. <laughs> though. War. I'm, I'm tired of the studio getting on us to make enabler two still enabling. No, no, we, no. Have, we barely out of the gates with enabler. And we told the story. You know, we told the story we wanted to tell. And we've got to remain true to ourselves. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, uh, dragon tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, uh, I saw it also, and I had not read the books. I had not seen the Swedish movie, so I had no expectations. Yeah. So, yeah, it was like we had had this Swedish film sitting at home from Netflix for like six months, and they finally just went, "Well, we're really close to the Fincher version. Let's just <laughs> let's just start yeah. there. Let's yeah. save our eyes." And yeah, I thought it was really, really good. Yeah. Um, it was long, but I didn't. It didn't feel long. Didn't I thought it was long. paced mm-hmm. really well. I, yeah, um, I felt the same way. And I, I had a friend, same thing. Had not read the book, had not seen the Swedish movie, and, and really enjoyed it. Yeah. I guess it, for me, it was like 
you know, you sort of, yeah. I knew all the characters. I knew, right. you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, and I uh, liked the book and I loved the Swedish movie. I think what stood apart for me was I felt something different about the way they treated women in that movie, uh-huh. in the Fincher version. Like, yeah. I don't know. It felt a little more misogynistic and more, there was something about the other one that ended up with you, like, really feeling like she was the hero. Yeah. And no matter how troubled and disturbed she was, she was the hero. Yeah. And this one had a weird pull, I thought, between, like, the man being the hero and mm-hmm. her being abused, and I didn't like that as much. I thought it was a great movie, and I really liked it, but I think the other one felt, to me, a little truer to the female character. And what what did you think of that first, like, the opening credits? This Weird, that James Bondy. Love it. James I Bondy, mean, like, let's just code everybody. Yeah, let's oil it up. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I, was so... like, I kept trying to think, like, oh, okay, I guess this is, like, Tattoo, <laughs> bondage, montage. Because I, I, having seen the movie, I was like, I was watching, going, like, oh, I don't quite remember how this is connected. Yeah, no. Uh, I think. Oh, you know what? Oh, there's that the big, dragon. The big okay. finale in Tar. I guess <laughs> it's what there. It's this, this is the oh, premonition. this is the Tar Baby part. Oh, this is the, oh, you know, I thought I should have cut this part. I really feel, I feel like it's not sensitive. It's not, it's not sensitive. It's offensive. Because yeah, they're like, we know who the killer is, but let's slide around in Tar for a little yeah. while. Yeah, blah 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 blah. But it really was. I mean, it was engaging to watch. But it was almost. It felt like someone's like, hey, uh, okay, so we shot the movie. That's great. Listen, guys, I shot this other thing. It's not has anything to do with the I've movie. Been looking for I just love it. It's it shot in. beautifully. It's beautiful people covered in black goo. <laughs> I think you're going to love it. Does it fit with the movie? Mm, uh, I don't want to tell Fincher. No, <laughs> that's the executive. Yeah. I don't get it. Okay. I mean, here's the thing. I I liked it in the sense that I thought like that whole opening credit sequence was like an assault on your senses. Mm-hmm. Um, because the smells, the, the, especially yeah, the, all the smells they piped <laughs> in it was a 4D, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but well, I mean, you had like the the cover of Led Zeppelin's Immigrant Song, like, but it's like super like like noisy with yeah. lots of stuff in it, and mm-hmm. it's cool with like a driving beat and stuff like that. But then the the like the kind of the graphics match that intensity of the song, yeah, and kind of set you up for the fact that like this movie is kind of like insane in a lot yeah. of ways. So I get that, but like, yeah, the actual imagery was like had nothing to do yeah, with anything. It's, it's not like I didn't enjoy it. I was, you know, it's just and, like, and, whoa, okay, yeah, I'm sure you're if cool. He was listening to us, he'd be like, you know, you don't fuck you, it. you don't get it. Yeah, you don't get the baby you, people. Fine, <laughs> you didn't get it. Don't talk about it. Whatever. <laughs> you know what? Go home. Go home. Get out my movie theater. Yeah. Guys, those were the personification of Daniel Craig's insecurities as a journalist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And they were represented by people dipped Mm -hmm. in goop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Get it? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, yeah, let's go with that. Okay. You know, I saw another really good movie. What's that? It was called The Descendants. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah, I have seen it. I've seen it. (laughs) Did you like it? I liked it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, One of the three people that wrote it. Yeah. It's terrible. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It's really mean to say about Nat. <laughs> he's, yeah, it's just Nat. My writing partner, Nat. Nat. What, a, what a horrible person. Right, I heard. He I've heard this. as much, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, we're going to post it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait. We know how to do that. Oh, he has, we got a cloud. He knows, he knows the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's hard enough to get anything made in this town at all. Other than the movies we were obviously just pitched, which mm-hmm. are all well, in production made. Yeah. Currently. So that's a given. Um, Trademark. But to have something, like, actually get made and be amazing and get all the acclaim that this is getting this has got to be really surreal to you it's a little surreal i mean it started in 2007 i mean as far as yeah. like, the writing process so it feels like oh you people are like oh where'd this come from you're like well, well five years yeah. ago <laughs> <I've> <laughs> you been know working really hard we, we worked for a while and then it you know then you wait yeah so you work you know we worked 
uh, then the writer's, stri- the writer's Guild strike happened, so we had to lay our pins down mm. for 100 days and, and then picked it back up after that and did a second pass and stuff. So it's been this long process, yeah. but to... And certainly we had written stuff before, but this was be the first thing that's actually produced, and it was an adaptation, which was sort of out of nowhere. You know? And I read that you guys basically got offered that, the chance to pitch a take on that adaptation in yes. a meeting that another thing you had gotten. Yes, we had written, we had written this uh, original uh, called The Way Back, not mm-hmm. the Colin Farrell uh, war movie called yeah. The Way Back. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and um, that sort of got us in the door to meet uh, with places like uh, uh, Alexander Payne and uh, Jim Burke production company. And uh, they had optioned the book, The Descendants. And had you read it before or heard of it? No, they just asked us to read it and see what we thought. It sort of had a similar tone to what we had written, Mm -hmm. you know, in the sense of balancing comedy and drama type thing. So they thought it would be a nice fit. And, that was that was, was that it? was it. Oh, what a fit! What a fit! <laughs> so and then it made the 2008 blacklist. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. Our our uh, the that second draft of it. You know, back uh, and then and then we did a few more passes at it. Uh, Stephen Fincher. Uh, Stephen Fincher. Who is that? Oh, that's David Fincher's brother. <laughs> oh, cool. He's lesser known, but still and, real smart. He's a, not, he's a tar artist. He does things with tar. Yeah. Oh my gosh, guys! Wait a yeah. minute. Are you thinking what I think? He was helping out his brother. Oh, and we just feels so- like such a reveal to the movie <laughs> that, that, that the adventurous brother Steve directed the opening. Ah, my Throw brothers. me a bone, man. Throw me a bone. Hey, man. Hey. Man, I'm still doing short films up at Runyon Canyon. Come on. Please. <laughs> I got this. I got a whole lot of black goo. I got to do something with it, man. <laughs> Look, I just had this image. I got these model friends and. <laughs> Some goo, and I just want to throw it on him. Please give me Please. an excuse. Look, you I've had me at I have. <laughs> That's what David said to him. I bought the goo at a market low. I thought I was getting a great deal, yeah. and then I was like, "What do I do with this goo?" Yes. <laughs> then I started looking at pretty people. Yeah, I met Stephen Frears. That's what I was trying to say, as far as I was going to direct. Yes. Uh, to put it back. Anyway, that was uh, that was that was. The 2008 was, yeah, that blacklist, and then we did some more That's stuff so work amazing. on it, blah, 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 blah. And then Not Alexander, blah, blah. Payne, yeah. Alexander Payne decided to direct it, and then he took his pass, and then it was born wow. to the screen. And I heard George Clooney's over the plankster. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, did you say plankster? Yeah, he yeah. Do, he's always it's planking and posting he pictures on people. Facebook. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> uh, prankster, yeah, we didn't spend. We were there for like five days on set, so, so we had, like no pranks. pranks happened to us. Oh, yeah. great! Oh my god, the, <laughs> the stories I have, can tell we, you. We talked upwards of seven words with him. Oh man, man, no, he's a very. He seems like a very nice guy, but we're we're always watching from afar. Like, oh, he looks like having a great time with yeah. those people. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I wonder if they got pranked, man. That would be so cool. <laughs> oh, man. Ooh. Whoa. Oh, man, I'd like him to prank me. Yeah. And then I would just, like, over in the corner of the bar, just going, oh, man, I hope I don't get pranked by somebody. I'm going to leave my glass here yeah. and look over there. Oh, 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 man, I hope I don't fall over this ottoman that's too close if oh. someone were to push me. Whoa, 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 whoa. And then you could just fall and be like, George, George. He and he's not even he's way over on the other side of the room. I mean, I, I bet. That George was like super gluing things, mm-hmm. like Robert Forrester's script to the floor. Oh man, oh, shoot, oh. you know, shoot, shoot, shoot. you know, Robert Forrester was like, "You prank me, man." <laughs> <laughs> he looks like somebody you don't want to prank. No, I would yeah, not prank I Robert Forrester. Prank him. No. Who is absolutely amazing in that movie. Yeah. What does he have? Like two scenes. Two in scenes. There, it's mind blowing. It's interesting because there's like 
all, uh, all of them, from Judy Greer to oh, Bo Bridges, so they all have two or three scenes, yep. maybe max. You know, it's really Clooney's movie, and they all have these great moments. You know, and the book was like that. You yeah, know, these great or small characters, but had such an impact on the story. So th- those were all, and all of them had were just great. You know, such amazing performances. Did you guys? Have cast in mind when you were writing? No, or? I, I uh, not really, not at all. Just yeah. um, it was so early in the process, and then when um, they said Clooney, it was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, you know, it, you know, I don't know if we actually had him in mind when we were writing or anything. Um, I think it was such a great role for him to take because he's so good at so mm-hmm. many things. But it's so nice to see him playing more of an everyman and actually it yeah. being believable because so often when somebody that's like a big star does it, you're just like, please yeah. stop it. Yeah. But he, you kind of, you buy him as this earnest person, you know? Yes. And I think you buy him just as we know him, you know, uh, not married, no kids right. or whatever. And then this guy who is so disconnected from yep. his kids and it's something that he clearly can tap into this, you know, this guy trying to understand them. Yeah. You know, so. Right. And when also you're playing a character that's so like, just like not there a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. That's like it doesn't matter how gorgeous you are, like yeah. you know, like <laughs> yeah. if, you're, if you're absent. Hey, you know what? Of course, there's nothing that a, a great Hawaiian shirt can't right. can't fix. Oh, and some high, <laughs> oh, high un- khakis. Woo! <laughs> what a what a uncharming, you know. Like oh man, are you going to live in Hawaii? Yeah, so I can wear khakis and <laughs> Hawaiian shirts, and then dockers with Which, no socks. Yeah, or no shoes. Uh, at but all. see, I now I did. I did Tevas with socks in college. Whoa. Well, I rocked it. Yeah. Did you play <laughs> Even frisbee golf? Even in the golf? winter, it made no sense. <laughs> no, I didn't. If that was it, I, I feel like I did not fit the mold of the frisbee golf oh. wearing Teva. I just had my <laughs> rag no, socks. Oh, man. It's January. It's wet. Hmm. Smart wool. Teva. And, and, <laughs> well, I want my feet to be warm until the socks get wet. Ooh. So you weren't like a hacky sack enthusiast. Mm-mm. No. Look at me. Did you have Come any on. patch pants? No. Pants made pants. out of patch. <laughs> no, I didn't do patch pants. <laughs> Were you in the spin doctors? Yes. Oh, I, th- I was hoping that I didn't know when you were going to get to that yeah. in the interview. No, it was, on, it was later, but it's good okay. that it came up now. She yeah. used to write lyrics for the spin doctors. I wrote lyrics for the spin doctors. I don't think any of them actually got recorded. No. You know, but it was a great job, a yeah. great gig. I felt like I was sort of like a Steve Fincher. I was just around Absolutely. for no real reason. <laughs> but well, you, knew your day you was did coming. write the first draft of Little Miss Can't Be Wrong. Yeah. It was Little Miss I was trying to think of a wrong. song so I could do a bit about a song, but I couldn't remember <laughs> it. I couldn't think of any, anything. Uh, well, there was a, uh, I'm not even That's all try I got. Let's see, there's a pocket full of kryptonite. Yes. Oh, yeah. Two princes. Two princes. That's what I was trying to think of some kind of tennis racket thing. <laughs> Two princes, of course, is about a woman's right to choose. Right. Is it? One, two princes here before you. Oh, Just wow. Just go ahead now. Wow, you know what's embarrassing? Just go ahead now. you know so much. You know, right? it's really sad. It's really bad. Oh, maybe you are a little. You know, actually, this is funny. I did, I did this tweet that... I, I, my tweets are like not offensive or not upsetting. Like they're just Speak really for goofy, like jokes most mm-hmm. of the time. I did one where it was like one of those fake quote things, right? And I said like, um, that it was like quote, uh, yeah, I could probably get a side. You could have a side salad with that. Anything to drink? Unquote. The lead singer of the Spin Doctors, probably. That was my quote. That's sassy. That and is like, sassy. A couple of people got really upset by really? that. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> one guy wrote, wrote like, you know, hey, so and so. Has cancer? Way to go, buddy, or something oh. like that. I was like, "Oh, what?" 
Untweet. Try to remove. Don't try to remove it, asshole. <laughs> we you saw already it. put it out there. Yeah. We've seen it. It's been retweeted now. <laughs> it's infiltrated the internet. <laughs> so sorry that I, I suggested that maybe somebody who was in a band that was hot for like 10 seconds no. now has a job you're cold, waiting you're tables. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I feel like there's too much pressure to tweet. And now there's just too many great people tweeting. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. I, you know, every now it's and then, very and then I feel there. like I, you know, every now and then, like yesterday, uh, I, I was just checking and I noticed someone had hashtagged a hashtag or whatever unfollow, and then listed a bunch of people, of which I was one of them. Oh. And I was like, wow, I made it someone's unfollow list. That's me. What did I? <laughs> how? <laughs> I guess I haven't tweeted enough. <laughs> I'm not quite sure what it was, and then so I just was curious, so I checked out that person's yeah. one, and it was like tweet after tweet of. Hashtag unfollow, and it was like a list. Like, this guy just went on a diatribe Whoa. and just said, You know what? Here are the people <laughs> in 2012 I do not want to listen to. They don't even talk, but I still don't want to yeah, maybe listen. Yeah. They tweet maybe once in a while, and sometimes maybe it's amusing. You know? <laughs> bleh, unfollow. Bleh, 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 unfollow. I always love that when people are like, You know what? I'm not going to read what you write anymore. That's okay. right. <laughs> You heard me. You heard me. I'm publicly going to say. You read also, me do you hear me? To my seven followers <laughs> yeah. that I am not going to read I, you anymore. I know, and they will, and they will follow suit. They will. <laughs> they will. Mm-hmm. But it just seems so much pressure. I know people who are so good at it. Oh, I know the Rob Delaney's of the world. Yeah, Stop just tweet it. and are Stop good, it. and you're like, oh, okay, I don't need to say anything. Yeah, you win. You win. I'll just show a picture of my dogs every once in a while. That's all I do now. <laughs> just text. Beep, bop, bleep, bleep, tweet, bleep. tweet, robot, beep, bop, boop. Who cares? Retweet. <laughs> So you've got to be looking forward to the Golden Globes. Uh, the Go-Go's, as we call them. Yeah, yeah, the Go-Go's. I, ho- I was hoping Golden we were Globe all calling nominated them. For <laughs> I'm looking for the Go-Go's. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. So can't wait for I don't the know what I'm going to wear yet. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> Who are you wearing? I'm hoping to get uh, <laughs> dressed by someone. <laughs> uh, will you get dressed by someone? You will. <gasps> I don't think so. You're in a whole new world no, right now. No, it's not. I don't think it's that world. Not when you know, the <laughs> writer... <laughs> They're like, go buy your tux. <laughs> no one's taking your picture. You don't know who you are. You don't need to come. You don't even need to come. We'll accept it for you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it does. I do have to get a tux, which is like, you know, it's it's two weeks from yesterday, and I'm like, oh man, Whoa. I better go get a tux. Two weeks from yesterday it sounds like a very dramatic yeah. statement. Well, well, oh, two, oh wait I mean, I know it's true. Oh, I love that for what I don't know. Our third movie could be called Two, two Weeks from, from Yesterday. yesterday. Oh, oh yeah, I love that. It's well, sad. we'll let it. Let it sit there for a let second. It let, let the story find itself. <laughs> but fall in love. Yeah. Two weeks <laughs> from, from yesterday. yesterday. Come back. Channing Tatum. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if we can get Channing. Channing. <laughs> if we can just get his. Anyway. Yeah. Um, what? Oh, whoa. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to the Go Go's. Yeah. It's it's. I think this will be very surreal and weird. And it's weird because you know your family calls you and they just assume it's like you know. You 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 have a plus ten, right? So can we all come? I said, I think it's just plus one, and then there's they're actually offended, like <gasps> who's oh. going or whatever thing. I don't know. You know, it's one of those things. Oh man, that's yeah. that's what it is when you're in Hollywood. <laughs> you know, yeah. you've got to get used to this. Yeah, and the fact that you're taking Sally Kirkland mm-hmm. made everybody, you know, a you know, what? I just well, I just did one of those Follow things where heart. I closed my eyes <laughs> and I put a bunch of names on a piece of paper and I pointed and whoever's name landed on that was it, and I stuck <laughs> by go. it and we're gonna I have a great time. You for that. It's really sad. As next on the list was Steve Fincher. Yeah, oh. and he's just he's heartbroken. I know, and Next I feel year. so bad because you know he was such on a high after the the goo video. And, yeah, and I feel like 
I feel you like really burst his. Yeah, Plus Dave, he's gonna bring I buckets of goo to toss on celebs, and I then know. and because he was gonna do this whole like uh, you know what live art. Oh you know, gosh, whatever you call it, he can still do that. Yeah, he'll do that Steve, anyway. Steven, I'm sorry. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen those like live art exhibitions? Like I saw one in New York that was like like people as statues. And stuff? I yeah, saw, and this, the this Modern one, Museum of yeah, Art that had woman. a nudie. I say nudie. <laughs> nudie booty. <This> nudie. <laughs> this nudie. <laughs> they were naked, but they were they were sit they were standing on weird small pieces of like almost like little cubes and awkward things where they had to stand for hours just being naked. Being nudies. Mm-hmm. Nudies. What kind of bodies? Sorry, I Every kind of what body. What you were saying? <laughs> well, mine was similar, except there wasn't any nudities. Uh, it was this woman who was like this performance artist. This is at like the MoMA in New York, I think. Yeah. And she was sit- she would sit in this room like like it looked like a white soundstage. Oh yeah. And on a chair. Um, with a chair across from her, empty, and then you could take turns going and sitting. sitting, and you're not allowed to talk to her. She won't talk back to you. You just need to look at each other. And she would do that for eight hours a day for like a month. That Was that with the white curtains surrounded by it? I think so, yeah. Yes. I saw the line for that. We were there, and there was this long line, and and we did not wait for that. I can that. be I uncomfortable trying, on my own time. I was trying to figure out. Yeah, I, I can stare at That's scary. I can stare at other people for free as well because yeah. it was a free day at yeah. Mama. They have <laughs> Yeah, free yeah, yeah. Fridays, free Fridays or something. Free like that. Fridays, yeah. 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 Oh anyway. my god! See, that's I mean, whatever. That's kind of I think that's kind of dumb. But if she can make a living out of it, great. <laughs> mm-hmm. But like, what would be more interesting to me is like, all right, same same deal. But like, she's drank ten cups of coffee beforehand, mm-hmm. and then she's got to sit there for eight hours, yeah. <laughs> battling with all the caffeine plus the full bladder. I go bathroom. Or just yeah. that's a different. That I think it's just peeing. Yep. That that is, is art. Art art is suffering, and if you're not suffering, then you're not. <laughs> You're not, you're not arting. You're not, you're not even arting. Art. Yeah, it's true. You're not arting. Do you suffer a lot on community? Big time. Feels really art. It's it's it's, it's every day is a pressure cooker. Yeah. Oh It's a pressure man. cooker of. They almost named the show Joel that. Will Joel find me funny? <laughs> <laughs> and if he doesn't find me funny, he rejects you. Oh great! <laughs> I've heard as much. <laughs> yes. A much it's beloved a, show. It is a dream job. Uh-huh. It really is. It's. Probably the most fun I've had on any job I've ever done. What about that five days with Clooney? Oh, the, well, <laughs> if he had pranked me, <laughs> that would have gone to, you know, the top of the list. Right. But for now, Clooney, come on, come prank on, me. Come on, prank me. I'm waiting for You know for what? It. I think he's waiting for the go-go. Oh, he's going to get you so bad at Clooney's go-go. like, oh, I can't wait to get that guy with the glasses. <laughs> that's, that's how I need a squirty boutonniere. <laughs> he's, he's one of those two guys. <laughs> That's not Alexander. <laughs> right now he's just sitting in a lazy boy smoking a cigar and laughing to himself yeah. in anticipation. <laughs> As models dance around. And him he's probably in, in Italy goo. with all his friends jumping off the boat oh. thinking and they're all, you know, Brad and oh, Matt Damon are weighing in like, I hope you get Jim. You got to get him good. Brad's like jumping. He says, who's Jim? <laughs> Meanwhile, Soderbergh's model. filming it just because that's what he does. Just for fun. And those guys and, are there. And David and Steve Fincher are arrested. <laughs> And goo. <laughs> See, it's, it's full circle. Full circle. Beautiful. Full circle. Circle of life. The yeah, really is. of celebrity. From the day we arrived on the planet. Oh, okay, no. Call uh, again. You embarrassed. Oh, God. Oh, sorry, guys. God, your iPod right now, it's just, sorry, it's just Spin Doctors and Elton John's. <laughs> oh, it is. <laughs> Sometimes I like bash the two together on a track. Oh, you know. cool. oh glee. Are so oh, glee. Cool. glee, please. Mashup. Like, Spin doctors. Friend. And circle of life. <laughs> we just 
uh, right now we're, we're moving into great pitches for other TV yeah. shows yep. of what they should do. We have our movie career going, so we Glee, get our TV do rolling. this mashup between yeah. Spend Doctors and You're welcome. Elton John's Circle of Life. And that's a good, that's for the Glee audience, that is good. That actually would do well, except Spin Doctor, they'd be like, what is this? Who is this? What is who? What's happening? No, no, no. Just you two girls make out while they're singing it. Just trust us. It's, <laughs> it's two princes. Get it. They'll get Akuna it. Matata. Prince is here before you. Okay. Just go ahead. See? Like, it works. It's, oh, it's yeah. A really, it's really natural it's a really flow. really literal mashup. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's just... This song, cut into this one. <laughs> cut back cut, to this cut. one. That's <laughs> all it is. All it is. Uh, community, which yes. we have somehow gotten way Whoops. far from. No, away we'll from. go back to it. Uh, there we go. Mm-hmm. It's such a great cast, uh, like a tight-knit family. I went to the mm-hmm. SAG event you guys did a couple oh, of weeks yeah. ago. Okay. Which, it's just great to see the camaraderie between all you guys. Um, and I, you know, I know, we know Danny pretty well. And, yeah. you know, I know that there's long, long, long hours on that set. But it seems like it's just like a really fun, creative atmosphere. It is fun. It is long hours just because that's the process. And, you know, sometimes we're doing some really involved stuff, you know, and it's it's not just an easy sort of set the cameras up. It is, you know, and we've been shooting more that have yet to air that are that just continue that trend of I insanity, which is fantastic. And, uh, but it is, it, it really is rare to find, a, you know, to, to have that many people that you just genuinely get, get along with and have fun with. And, you know, and you know, the bits get <laughs> crazy <laughs> and then you're like, Oh, you have to focus. Oh you man. Know? But, uh, it's, it's, it, it is, a, I, no better way to say it's a lot of fun. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that's what I love about that show too, is like every episode, it can be a different homage to something in pop culture or whatever that they like. And it goes to such a crazy place. But at the end of the day, you know, that the next episode, they're just going to walk into that study room. Yep. Yeah. And nothing will have really changed. Yeah. Outside yeah. Of like, oops, so-and-so kissed so-and-so. Maybe that's what you take away from a crazy episode yes. where nuts things are happening. Well, I always, I always, and I have said that I said this, uh, a couple of times about what, you know, people are like, well, I don't know what the show is. Or, you know, like, you know, people are like, it's, it's the, one week we're in space. One yeah. week we're here. But I do think that, like you said, there's this one one thing will evolve between these characters or something will always be changing for them and their relationship. You know, whether they kiss, yeah. that, that affects something. Even when we are fighting in a sort of faux Star Wars right. world, Ugh. the characters are evolving and we're learning new things and they're still dealing with the stuff they laid out. Which you know, is the which same is hard thing to do. as regular sitcoms, actually. Yes. I mean, the, all those tangents in sitcoms, just because they're like linear and we understand them, they don't affect the next episode. It's yeah. never like, remember that time the soup thing happened? Well, yeah. Uh-uh. Yes. Well, I mean, things well, haven't been in the same community since your kiss from a rose. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Do and, it. And I tell you, it is like, not only it's changed, it's like, it's like art imitate life, life imitate art, because <laughs> Jill just looks at me. Right. With these... Adoring eyes, eyes mm-hmm. you know. It's like I think in that moment he fell in love. Well, how could I he think not? He fell. We all saw it happen with your with aura, everything. your now, muscle, you our know. date. Oh, he was that date. The date you were covered in goosebumps. We improvised for hours just because he wanted. He didn't want it to end. What you don't realize now is the way he looks at you is like a guy who's been stuck on a desert island looks at somebody who's there and you know, looks like a piece of meat yes. with a head on it. The cartoon <laughs> yep. has turned into a piece of meat. Yeah. Mm. No. Mm, num, 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 num. So you do not write for community. No. Right. But mm. now they're like, hey, uh, Jim, <laughs> they come on, come here, come here, man. Uh, can no. we get you? Can we just spitball some ideas? <laughs> Well, they don't need me. I mean, there is that episode coming up in the season where 
Leonard goes into a coma from a boating oh, accident. Yeah, they mm-hmm. could use you on that. They, it's yeah. They sort of they. It was just completely odd that yeah. some of the things they were pitching or breaking happened to mirror the sentence before they seen Weird. it. So we're gonna, but we're gonna fully embrace. Okay, it. Okay, <laughs> we'll go with it. The writing on that show, seriously though, is amazing. It is amazing, and you can enjoy it even if you don't understand any of the references or get them. But then I love looking at the forums afterwards, like on on Hulu or anything, mm-hmm. because there are tons of people that just want to talk about the little tidbits that they found yes. in it. Like, it's full of Easter eggs, which is so great. Full of Easter eggs, and then ones that they just backed up into that yep. then people find, you know, because yeah. they become obsessed with whatever, or the ones they are intentional. But speaking of long hours, those guys uh, just completely put in amazing hours and, and, and turn out this great product. And But they're, you know, they have such a, Dan has such a vision of, of the show, but also like story and stuff. Yep. So they, you know, have, he has this whole. You know, story circle. You can see it on his blog, but it's it's pretty amazing his process. And then you have a ton of comedic actors that are also improvisers on there. Do you guys mm-hmm. get to improvise? On the we show? do. A, I mean, a tad bit. You know, like Donald. Um, everybody uh, can, like little maybe ends of scenes, right? Little buttons, you know, just for fun. But uh, for the most part, you know, it's always there. It's on the page. So. But the karaoke thing was improvised, right? The karaoke. The whole Kiss from Rose sequence. (laughs) just happened really organically. It just happened. We were just like, guys, we're going to turn on some music. Just see what happens. (laughs) Just go with it. That was probably more just trying to learn that song. You didn't know it? Well, luckily, because we were doing karaoke, we had a karaoke thing. So we could actually be like we were karaoke Karaokeing, 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 apostrophe, no G. Uh, But, uh, that seal's not an easy, easy no. range to learn. <laughs> Heidi Klum knows. She oh appreciates it. Yes. What right. a man. Nothing makes me feel more like I'm at a seventh grade dance wishing someone would look past my frizzy hair than that song. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song. Yeah. We're standing on the sidelines. <laughs> anyway, keep going. <laughs> yeah. No, I was going to say, not an easy song to to. To sound good. No, I, I, but you I, I, I wish it. more people learned that lesson because when you go to actual karaoke, oh, God. people do get up there and start to sing it, and you're like, oh, no, don't do this. You can't do it. You I just went to wait a for wedding the, where they brought know? it out. <gasps> oh, uh, yeah. Just a sides. karaoke wedding? No, they just, it was a wedding and everything was fun. You know, the DJ's playing, they go, now karaoke. And talk about it, just shut it down. <laughs> because one song, maybe we were entertained, but then you just realize, oh, we're going to just sit Keep and watch people singing. Like you're it was an energy, Jane. energy killer. Don't do it. Wedding yeah. planning 101. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> have a separate karaoke bar if necessary. If so. Let yeah. people come and go as they Let please. Let them choose. <laughs> have Post sections. Reception, make it a carnival. karaoke jam. That's mm-hmm. what you do. Yeah. yeah. Hello. Build that's, it in. That's, yeah. It's Maybe a dim sum bar? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That'd be fun. Because you, yeah. want, you yeah. want your Maybe like aunt a Bertha to race. go back to oh, the hotel. Yeah. You don't need to listen to her do Tiny Bubbles by Don Ho. No. Nobody wants to see no. that. Yeah. No. Also set up a trolley system so people mm-hmm. can get safely to the hotel. Yeah. Everyone knows if you're going to karaoke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're going to karaoke, spend doctors or circle of life. Yeah. Hello. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or if you know the KJ, ask them to mash them up. <laughs> and you can go back and forth or put them on two monitors oh, and just go back and forth they call them KJs? yeah they do <gasps> yeah. I didn't know that and I knew a person that I thought his name was KJ it was not that was what he was it's so hard because you know you it's one interesting because you you great DJs you go wow 
You, you were great. You played a great You kept the party set. going. But a KJ, you can't really say that because that is basically they just read what was on, that you had you, penciled in you that you sure wanted to do. sure were efficient with and that. And you just went down your list and said, next up. So you some people going in, like, hey, man, you typed in those your numbers. lineup tonight was lame. And they go, but you guys chose it. Well, you... You mean KJing it right, my man. Man, you did not spin it correctly. You did not spin it correctly. <laughs> I mean, oh, what shitty songs. What <laughs> really? shitty, shitty songs Those you Those were miss. very shitty songs in the <laughs> last Look, two mean, hours. Don't Stop Believing twice. Yeah. Twice. <sighs> the people get what they want. I mean, come on. I'm not coming here again because you're KJing. I live Sucks. by the KJ code of honor. Yeah. This is my paper. You're a K I joke. Die. All right, yeah. you're a K joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it. That's a different kind of KJ. <laughs> anyway, a joke, DJ. K joke, joke. K, gotta go, gotta go. Next, next subject. <laughs> Just got really confused. So, like the Descendants hits theaters, and then like right around the same time, the the documentary filmmaking Redux episode comes out of Community. Um, was that was that like within a week all, of each oh, really? other? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I came and I was like, wow. So people are confused by. Like, <laughs> And that's why I think it's, it's so funny is like your persona as the dean is like yes. so very different than anybody you would think would have wrote The Descendants. Yes. And I, 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 I think I'm fighting that people believing that yeah. since, since it started. They're like, how, how is the guy who dresses and dresses, you know, on a, a regular basis? Right. Not, on not in my offset, life. Yeah. On offset. On offset. Uh, oh have anything to do with this. <laughs> well, it is shocking, too, because, I mean, I know your work from the Groundlings as well, mm-hmm. and I think that you get branded as a comedian, not you yes. specifically, but, Absolutely. you know, any person that's a public comedic performer. And that sort of excites me that people yeah. are like, I don't, you know. Because like, it okay, means fine. you can do both. Yes, well, it's just, but the fact that, that it's like, I think it's in our nature to just have to understand something for what, what it is. Like, thing, no, no, yeah. wait a minute. This is what you do. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing as like, as an actor, you're always, you know, you do one persnickety character. That's exactly. He's Mr. Persnickety. Yeah. No, he can't play that. Why? Because I saw him on that other thing. No, he, but he, he needs can, to wear glasses. No, no he has to. <laughs> if he takes them off, I don't get him. I don't get him. It's always funny when you look back, like, I mean, like when Die Hard came out, everybody was like, oh, Bruce Willis is an action star. Please, the guy from Moonlighting, I don't buy that for a minute. Mm-hmm. And then it turned they into like the blueprint words. for every mm-hmm. action movie thereafter. And then all he did were action movies for yeah. a long time. And then like he started to kind of go back to comedies and people were like, I don't know, Bruce Willis Bruce in a comedy? <laughs> <laughs> Whole no, nine yards. Both. I'll wait to see. And I pulled out the whole nine. <laughs> nice. Like that's the one we Good went point, back yeah. to. What, what did you say to whole nine yards? Well, they made a sequel, so in my, in my I face. I mean, that's something. That yeah. is something. The whole ten, ten yards, yards, which makes no sense. Oh my hey, God. listen, it's the next thing after nine. They couldn't go the whole nine yards to yard 18. We doubled, doubled it. Squared. We doubled, we doubled it. The whole 18 yards. Or, wait, how wait, about why? keep well, going? Yeah. That's a good name. How about the half nine yards? Yeah. Wow. wow. I'd have gone to that. Prequel, the whole prequel. nine and a half millimeters. The squeakle. Yeah, squeakle. Oh, squeakles oh. and chipwrecked. Oh. Um, okay, I have a question about the the your background, basically, talking mm-hmm. about identifying as a, a you know comedian and a writer and all these different things. Do you have something that you look back on and think, like, this is what I assumed I was going to be? Oh, you mean, like, from a, a certain type of part yeah or, or no um like from your education and and your background did you feel more drawn to writing or did writing sort of oh, evolve yeah. from groundlings or? no i think writing evolved 
other than taking like a screenwriting class in college, mm-hmm. I, I think not until Groundlings and I started writing so on a regular basis, yeah. even though we were writing you know sketches and stuff. Uh, I think that's where that sort of started to come into something for me or and something I was uh, drawn to. And and then basically my writing partner, Nat Faxon, who's also a groundling, we were writing sketches. And, and then one summer we were just sort of, let's write a pilot, you know, and then yeah. that, that whole road. And, and ended up doing a pilot over at ABC, you know, uh, in like 2005. And then same sort of thing. Let's write a movie. So mm-hmm. then we did a movie and that got us in the door for The Descendants. So it, was, it really was, I think, just started from there yes okay. but I, I i think i drove in that you know in that honda civic across the you know uh from <laughs> north carolina to la yeah thinking i was just going to be a star be a, <laughs> <laughs> Take that. Am I right? be a star yeah you're welcome redefine the entertainment industry yeah, yeah oh redefine it yeah you know yeah and, just, and just get pranked by clooney those were oh, my, my two finally those were my on my two list I and do one's happened get pranked by somebody real famous <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> real famous just prank me oh, prank me <laughs> prank from now hard. on when people are confused about like you wrote the descendants and you're this guy you just need to bite your pinky and say jealous yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. i would love to see that mm. so one of the things that the the sag thing i went to is everybody kind of told shitty audition stories and i thought yours was particularly great oh my it's horrible yeah yeah would you mind no no it was uh i had there a little known movie that you're gonna fall in, you probably already fell in love with ed with mm-hmm. which matt leblanc mm-hmm. starring opposite a, a short stop playing monkey mm-hmm. a monkey who plays short stop right. so we pitched that position. idea well, i know <laughs> this is this is why our this our mm-hmm. collection of our pitches we have to be careful yeah we did not wga uh well the sequel is going to copyright that one the sequel is going to be they convert him to first base because they dropped another shortstop and he's just got to relearn the position yeah and that's, that's all a tiger and he's like how can a tiger play shortstop how can a monkey play first that's a great <laughs> classic <laughs> argument <laughs> who's on gr- first the monkey he's a monkey why because tigers can't play first base why they just can't. God. This is the great pivotal scene, you know, in the second act that goes to our lowest point. When then, when both the monkey and the tiger say, you know what? You lost us both. Goodbye. We're walking. And they leave. And, and they the go, monkey rides the tiger. And they leave. And then they get the whale to play outfield. And he literally dies. dies. <laughs> During the game. Well, they like, also have that they, they, they made the mistake of drafting the hippopotamus to catch her. Mm-hmm. They're fiercely territorial. So, yeah. you know. And we're, they're hungry. We're, we're joking, but we could pitch an animated all-animal sports movie. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Like Animal Olympics. WGA, copyright. <laughs> TM, TM. TM, TM. Oh, trademark, trademark. It's like... Too much, too much. Go go. Too much. Going to the go go. No information. Just too much. Too much. <laughs> TM TM. Uh, wait. Well, oh oh Ed. So <laughs> so we. I I was. Uh, I don't. I went to audition for. Apparently they were the Ed the monkey had this great moment where a second baseman on the opposing team was uh and he was sliding into second and was going to pull down the pants of the second baseman that would somehow render him safe because he got you know which mm-hmm. I, i'm sure in baseball is legal yeah it happens oh, all the time yeah. so pants yeah him. but he's a monkey so everyone's you know you yeah, well monkeys are going to do that right so apparently uh, in some world of hollywood back then when this was made they they knew they were going to green screen this moment and they needed a great physical actor to imitate being having your pants pulled off 
because the monkey wasn't mm-hmm. actually going to do it. They'd have right. to. Well, I know somebody that drove all the way from North Carolina yeah. with stars in his yeah. eyes. I know somebody who had a, a Mac Plus in his car and a dream <laughs> and, and got in his car and got here. And the dream came when his when his pager went off <laughs> and he pulled over, called his agent. And that agent said, have you heard about Ed? No. Well, let me just tell you, it's monkey playing shortstop. Stop. Just tell me where the audition is. Where do I go? That's how it happened. <laughs> so it was out in the valley at this, this, this uh, I think it's like a minor leagues baseball um, stadium that was doubling as their stadium in the middle of nowhere. And they were already shooting. So uh, they, me and a gaggle of other guys who were there to audition were actually in craft services waiting for them to, to break for lunch to go into the stadium what? to audition for this pivotal role <laughs> that, <laughs> and, that was literally just stand the green screen and imitate what it would feel like to have your pants pulled down. So, so the instructions were they walked us in there. And they first, every, as I started to talk to the other actors, they were all literally actors. actors. They literally, I'm not kidding. They, uh, three of them knew each other from Clown College. Whoa. From Clown College. It was a real serious thing. And they, real serious. Well, it's, I'm saying, I'm literally saying it's really serious. Like the, I, apparently Clown College is it's a, intense. a tense, yeah. intense yeah. real thing. And uh, so they went through. So they were already. I was like, "Oh my god, they're gonna be good at this." Shit. You know, it's they hard to be compared. College, like, yeah. oh, they, they know exactly what it feels like cum to have your pants pulled down <laughs> by a monkey. They know how to live it. So we get out to the middle of this mound, and the director is sitting uh, on that little bench beside the camera. He says, "All right, let's do this." And he says, yeah. "So, so you know what you're doing?" He says, "Yeah." So basically, what I need you to see is, and. Uh, the ball's coming at you. You catch yeah. it. Then the monkey slides into the base, pulls your pants down. Now, I need to see that in slow motion, physically, each moment in slow motion. Oh, no. Then I want to see it go do it backwards. He says, because we're going to – I don't know what that meant. He said <laughs> something about the way they were going to shoot it. They needed you to perform it both ways. Okay. So <laughs> in my head, I'm like, all right. So I do what I, I, I assume is my best slow motion. I see the ball, I catch it, pants react, my body gyrates, mm-hmm. I gyrate Slow it backwards, roll. let the ball go back out of my glove, oh, wow. visualize it, yeah. feel it leaving, yeah. and there was this long pause, and I knew what I just showed him was a catastrophe, <laughs> and he just goes, hmm, is that it? <laughs> no, right. it's not, sir. No. Uh, <laughs> I that also I also have a monologue prepared from uh, Twelfth Night. <laughs> now is the winter of our discontent. Whoa, pants! Whoa, whoa, a monkey! A monkey just pulled my pants down. Stop! You can't literally say what's happening. That's not good movie making. Somebody behind you wearing huge shoes is like. <laughs> and now it's my turn. <laughs> Go for the gold, Dinky. <laughs> but then it was it was such a long ride out there, so it was like get back in your car and. Did you yeah. see the movie? No. Oh. That it, scene it, it, is really pivotal, though. That's what it would be fun say. to see the movie and just see what, what was it was. What was he looking for? Oh, I should even see which guy nailed it. Yeah. That's weird because, uh, you know, he's on the other team or whatever, but his uniform shirt says, not Jim Rash. Yeah. <laughs> which I thought was weird. It's, it's such a, a weird, smart move. Weird, weird choice. <laughs> really smart stuff. Uh, I do remember this is short, but I remember I had a – because this is the other audition story I would have told. But it was it was like a, a just a commercial audition for a, for a phone company. It might have been for Verizon or one of those and, or AT&T. And so I walked into the, the room where the audition was and they were like uh, – and there was a sign that let us know as actors that you all would be asked to remove your shirts. 
So I was like, which is such a creepy yeah. handwritten note to find <laughs> when you walk in. Like, you know, please remove your shirt. All right. Okay. And I watched this one guy walk in and it was me. And then, but the room was very, speaking of modelly, like classic Stephen Fincher goo models. <laughs> but they were all like just, you know, good looking guys. And I was like, oh, this is weird. And some guy walked in, looked at the sign. And, I, and it's as if I could see his mind work. He read it and then nodded, then left and left the room. And then he came back a little while later and he was really flush. And I was like, that man just he did push-ups. Just did push-ups because he was sort of like you know a little beat red, yeah. you know, oh, no. winded, and he clearly was like getting pumped up. And I was like, nah, eh, I'm not doing that. So I go in that room and they go, <laughs> ice my nipples, get please. get in there, yeah, yeah, <laughs> please, please take off your shirt. And then, of course, I did. And and she said, so your back is to the camera. And basically what you're doing is you're getting your girlfriend's uh, phone number tattooed on your back, which is, is a classic commercial. So you remember her forever. So be looking at, you know, the camera's going to be behind you. Look over your shoulder. It's sort of painful, but you're excited. Okay. Painful but excited. You can live right. that. And action. So I did my painful and excited. And it was, again, it's, it seems like whenever I finish an audition, there's just a long pause. But it was a long pause. And then <laughs> she goes, hmm, well, I guess we could go funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's I amazing. Like, I was like, wait, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know this was. <laughs> this was theater. <laughs> oh, pardon me. I can redo it. I'll redo it. But it was. It felt like Coco and Fame. I put, I put my shirt back on in that gross way. Like, oh. You well, walk out. Well, body, you have failed me. <laughs> it's, it, it's weird how, like, you end up caring about these things. Because, like, I had one audition for this movie that was, like, a direct-to-video movie that was, like, the worst thing ever. It's called, like, Booty Duty or something. Oh. And the whole plot of it is, Better like. Better than Duty Booty <laughs> with a D. Well, the, yeah, whole, the whole plot of this thing is, like. You got it. It's supposed to be like this guy is like he's trying to research the perfect female backside, but the twist is his assistant had it all along. Oh, scientifically, oh he's goodness. taking for a scientific approach right. to this. So he's going yeah. to like clubs and using his formulas to Algorithms. determine if that's the perfect female backside. Uh, <laughs> that was the thing. And then when I go to that audition, it's like at this office is where they do a bunch of these direct to video things. All the like posters are up on the wall for like their other direct to video, you know, like Booty Patrol. Yeah. Booty like all most of them are booty centric. The booty doctor has been on the oh job God. a long time. And then I see a couple of people I know there cuz like somehow they pulled in a bunch of like UCB people and yeah. like, you know, improvisers and stuff to audition for this awful awful thing and all these girls that I know are like having to wear these like really low cut tight fitting dresses oh. and like and they're like uh, before they go in, and then my, f- <laughs> my friend who was in there, like she comes out after, she's like, "That oh, was so gross." Was like, there was a handwritten note: "You will be fondled in the room." The guy Please that note. was running yeah. the odd, like the director, okay. notes. Okay. the director was like, <laughs> he, he was gross, like, mm-hmm. and he was like surprising, like totally Such like googling everybody, yeah, and, you know, like it's like the whole, yeah, the whole thing was just like, no, it thank feels you. like that what they do is like you. They, you know, someone would complain and they would say, like, I went to this audition and this thing happened. They told me my shirt off. And they go, well, hold on, hold on. Was the was, there was a, a note no? handwritten? Well, yes. And legally There's you have nothing. nothing. If they had done it on a computer, we could get them. We could get them, but as it is. But they handwritten. You, you did have, it under your own volition. Your own volition. You acknowledged a handwritten note. They can't be. They can't be traced with that either. Yeah, yeah. Handwritten exactly. note, no paper trail, mm-hmm. except for the note itself. But yeah. it can be thrown away quickly. <laughs> All right, let's do first. Let's do okay. it. Uh, we do this every episode. Uh, 
Uh, the one for this one is, and it's sort of fitting, considering that Community is in limbo right now. We're going to yes. get that back on the air. Yeah, we are. Hopefully, because it's an amazing so. show. And it's I know the... that people <sighs> are totally, like, up in arms on the internet and doing what they can. As which, if you want to help out, like, buy the DVD. Yeah. Yep. Um, if they see the sales are going great for that, then it will help them make the determination. Yeah. To watch it. On. We're crossing watch our fingers, watch, you know, with it. Hulu and yeah. and hopefully this Comedy Central stuff all comes through. Yes. That's two pieces of syndication pie that hopefully will help a fourth season at least you know because i know it would be so cool i mean if we could get a fourth season at least because i know that in dan's mind he could just bring it home with this you know four years of college and and do it as if it it happened beautifully and really that way you know right because like like a british show that just sort of like this is this was the lifespan it was supposed to have so hopefully they'll at I think the power that, of the people know? will make it happen. It's I so good. So. It kills me Such that things like show. that can happen to like the best written and acted shows. Yeah. So the first question oh, is, dog. Uh, what was friend. the first oh. TV series you can remember being really upset that it went off the air? Like oh, say that kid. one more time. I'm sorry. What was the first TV series you can remember being really upset that it went off the air? Oh, first TV series. Uh, I, it's not going to be that long ago. It'll probably be Rest Development. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah, I can't That's think of something that's much older because, you know, then I think about, I go back to what TV was when I was watching as a kid. I don't remember them ripping different strokes <laughs> off the air <laughs> oh, or uh, Silver Spoons. Why did you end? <laughs> you know, <laughs> trying to think of a good TV show. But Arrested Development's a great one because yeah. look how that's happening now. Yeah. Enough people were pissed off enough mm-hmm. and it was so good. Yeah. Baby's coming back. Yeah, it Baby's is. Baby's going to Broadway. How, yeah. I hope. <laughs> That's the next. A movie. Yeah. There you go. How about you, Vanessa? Um, I remember getting, I was usually just watching Nick at Night, so shows that were already off there when I grew up. They're not making Dick Van Dyke anymore? Oh, yeah. Right. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> it was sad to find those things out. But mm-hmm. I remember in high school, Steinfeld went off the air, and that was really upsetting for me. And then I hated the ending so much too, that it was my first feeling of like injustice of like, what's going on. Yeah. Um, but I do remember my friends all, we had a party to watch the last ones and it was just like, no, I see. I, I, I assume it was one that left too early, but I'd also say lost. Like, Oh was such yeah. A huge lost. Yeah. So it was really hard to watch it all come to an end right. in sort of satisfied way. Yeah. 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 I spent a lot of time, <laughs> you know, talking about that show. Right. Well, it's, so, hard, it's hard when a show you feel like, because it's all based on like secrets and stuff like that and mysteries, it's like they just kind of either had to keep reinventing or spinning their wheels for a long time trying to like – because once they start giving you answers, it's almost always like never satisfying. Yeah. yeah. It's so rare that they give you – they're like, oh, that's so great. Perfect. It's, it all makes sense. It's yes. usually like, oh, that's why they have polar bears. And then you have yeah. to get a okay. hobby when it goes off the air it because do. you take you so do. much time. You took some time and you had so many and you got to know your friends well because you'd had these little yeah. – you know, watch it together, so viewing parties. And then we, we – I had lunches with friends like – you know, for a little regular basis after. Post-mortems. Post, yeah, just to talk about what happened last yeah. night. Well, no, I'm telling you about episodes. You know? Right. It's like, like oh how my did God. it go for you last night? Okay, yeah. Oh, my God. What, what does that mean? You know? <laughs> and they always seem more intelligent than me. I was like, oh, I didn't... What? Wait. Wait. <laughs> That's in the Tell Bible? <laughs> you know what else I I have to me first now I'm thinking of them, but I... Because I, I only watched the the guy's new show, Angry... Uh, Angry Boys last night on HBO. I don't know if it, oh, he I did, seen he it did Summer Heights High. Yeah. Did you see oh, Summer yeah. Heights yes. High? That was a great show. Oh yeah. That's something now that where I was like, why is this? Why is this only this many episodes? So good. If, and he has a new show on HBO. That's why. Oh, awesome! Last I haven't seen it. Yeah, Angry Boys. Great. Yeah, he's playing that. multiple characters again. Same kind of thing. He's good at it. Did yeah. you know he also wrote Sophie's Choice? What? Jealous. Oh no, my god! Wow. <laughs> 
See, I would never believe it because right? I want to pin him as, right. as, as you this can only guy. do Australian <laughs> multi characters. <laughs> <Multi-characters. laughs> Yeah, for me it was. It's hard to remember like what the first thing was. I remember yeah. like I used to really love that animated show, The Critic, with John Lovitz. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and that was like only like six Squiggle or eight vision. episodes of that. Like it's not long. It's and then it was just briefly on, and then they ran it like on Comedy Central like all the time. Those like yeah. eight episodes or whatever. And I remember being like, "Why aren't there more of these? I really like yeah. these because it's very like reflexive of the movies that were at the time and." It was like it was similar in my mind to The Simpsons, but like very like specific to movie stuff, which yeah. I was yeah. really into. So for me, it really worked. And then this is another one that's like stupid, but <laughs> I watch a lot of shitty reality shows. And one of the ones that I was like, even though I knew it was like the worst reality show ever, I Temptation. really loved it. Was no uh, Pirate Master? Oh no! What? I didn't even it was know. Wait, people I remember that that wanted to oh. be pirates, so they put them on a ship oh. and then when was they this? had challenges. I remember this. I think it was CBS. Or yeah, it was. CBS. Was it at the height of the pirate craze? It was height of Survivor. Crazy, oh. yeah. And I think maybe Pirates of the Caribbean, the first movie was out or something. So Based that was kind of right. So it was basically all these people that, like, some of them are like just the guy you would see down at the promenade who has like dreadlocks and a iguana, who you know, <laughs> like you know that Yuck. that guy, Yucky guy, oh that classic guy. <laughs> he went to clown college. And yeah. then other people <laughs> that are like, oh, I didn't really fit in, and you know, I wanted to be part of this whole thing. Anyways, they aired everything except for the finale. <gasps> That's when they yanked it because they they like nobody's watching it, so we're gonna air everything but the finale, which they aired online. But you can see it on actual TV. Wow. But you do know who was the pirate. Yes, I know who the pirate master is. Don't tell me. All right. No that's spoilers. All, that's right, because there was some secret person who was sabotaged. Not not like the mole type thing. No. They had like you'd be like there'd be like a captain and you could like have a mutiny and put somebody else in charge. But yeah. the cap like you do a challenge and you would win gold, basically like money. And the captain would get more than everybody else because of the captain, but they're supposed to be the one that was like that's right. designating teams and making I did things check better. This out. And, I remember this. Yeah. yeah. It was uh, Oh my god. I apologize for that. CBS yeah. should apologize to us for that. I, I love those like high concepts. Like we've talked about Kid Nation before. Kid Nation. What I watched Kid Nation. I thought that was oddly disturbing. Disturbingly amazing. Yeah, really wonderful. They're living in this town, and the kids were so heartbreaking. Were so upset. Yeah. And and the only thing that's sort of interesting is that social experiment. You know, watching kids like react to being. Um, it's like a it's like a later version of the blue eyed brown eyed. You know, yeah, sixties. <laughs> Uh, experiment how's it feel you know not to be in the on the the winning team you know you have to be the cooks and the cleaners exactly yeah i I thought it was like fascinating when i watched kid nation kid nation oh um i went to the bathroom (laughs) that's why we had that odd sort of like oh we'll fill some time with kid nation did you guys talk bad about me when i was in (laughs) yeah yeah you'll hear it wait did you guys prank me (laughs) (laughs) i did but clooney did come on out here we were like hey it's me it's me george clooney (laughs) oh Oh george your voice is different uh this is what it is i like it george are you in love with me yeah yeah i'm in love with you great (laughs) well Go see the movie. Go see the Descendants. Wait, gotta go. Click, click. click. Keep community George, online. Wait for me, Matt Damon. Wait, wait for me, Matt Damon. Yeah. Oh man, here's here's Matthew McConaughey coming by. <laughs> Am I in your group? No. All right. I'll just surf over here. Mm. 
He likes to surf. I think. Yeah, yeah. Where where are we? Where he can just surf? Yeah. so close to where your well, house. Well, we were on a pier. He's oh, got magical powers. <laughs> that's right. Your house is just off just, the Santa Monica Pier. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean now that's McConaughey's like mutant X Men thing. Like he's able oh. to surf in and out of any wow. at any time. Mm-hmm. Only cool. when he has his shirt off, though. If he puts his shirt on, he well, can't he surf in or out, which lot. is why so he can always do it. Yeah, perfect. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking guys' shirts. He is so shiny. <laughs> Man has a shiny chest. He sure does. All right, let's do my questions. Let's do them. We'll do yours. All right, so I'm going to give you five questions that are kind of goofy trivia about some of the stuff you've worked on. Okay. And I'll give you clues if you can't figure them out. Okay, great. So, question one: You play Dean Pelton on the NBC ensemble comedy Community, starring Joel McHale, Chevy Chase, (laughs) Andy Booty, and a Simeon star, Crystal the Monkey, who portrays what character? Annie's boobs. There you go. Good job. Oh, really good job. <laughs> really? I just got nervous yeah. for a second. Uh, 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 what's I thought he was also in Hangover. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, Annie's uh, Crystal the Monkey audition for Ed didn't get it. Couldn't play shortstop. Oh, no. man. God. Outfield. too small. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Look, the truth of the matter is a certain size monkey can only play shortstop. Right. Just like tigers. Can just only like whales play. Yep. can't play any position. Whales should never play die. baseball, yeah. Yeah. We found I mean, they thought about writing in like a, a, a middle reliever pitcher for Crystal to play. You know, come out of the bullpen when the pitch counts yeah. up. Mm-hmm. But you know, it ultimately didn't. Crystal is a sort of trashy name for a monkey. It I'm is. just gonna. Say. I think Chris, uh, yeah. She's a stripper no offense monkey. to anyone named Crystal. No, but Crystal is a very interesting name, especially for a monkey. Like yeah. you get a monkey and you're like, oh, she looks like a crystal to me. Yeah. Crystal, get it. <laughs> Where's that monkey? Crystal, get Crystal, in here. Crystal, get out of your cage and come here. Come here, Crystal. We've got company, Crystal. Mm-hmm. Crystal, put on a tankini. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Crystal only does one. The only way you can get Crystal to get on set, you have to throw ones in the air. Yeah. <laughs> hey, make it rain. Make it Crystal's rain. on set. <laughs> make it rain for Crystal, everybody. Oh. <laughs> Such a trashy monkey. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't watch any more Crystal's movies. Why? She's just trashy. She's, She's a trashy, trashy monkey. Trashy monkey. <laughs> No. Steve oh, <laughs> Hefner's giving her a million dollars for a Playboy spread. Of course. Oh, yeah. Right after Kendra. Tonight. <laughs> Crystal. <laughs> On. What is that? E. 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 All right. Question two. It's a promo. It's a Copyright. Copyright. DM. 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 R. Circle. DM. DM. Getting into the go gloves. All right. Question two. Go. You played Fenton on that 70s show. The show itself went through a bunch of name changes and was initially announced as Feeling All Right. After potential legal issues arose around the early working titles of Teenage Wasteland and The Kids Are All Right, which are songs by what legendary band? Oh, uh... Blank, what, where? Uh, Kids Are All Right. Blank, what, where? Wait, what? Blank, what, where? Where? She's giving you a really bad clue. It's a great clue. Ooh. Oh, the who? Oh. <laughs> That's a great clue. That was. Teenage. Okay. Got yeah. it. I, uh, feeling all right. That just seems like such like the... Because I thought you were going to ask me what titles because I did know it was Teenage oh, did you Wasteland know? and I knew it was Kids Are All Right. I knew, I, that part I knew. I didn't know. <laughs> I thought about asking that. I thought, like, yeah, I don't know how like Nisha, obscure that is. Better. Uh, all right. Question Nisha? three. You played Mr. Gratian slash Stitches in the Disney family comedy Sky High. Love Sky High. Not mm-hmm. doing it all. Love it. Yes. It's an homage to comic books and superheroes. It features what 70s superhero star as principal powers? Oh, uh, Linda Carter. <sighs> Wonder Woman. Did Indeed. you get to know her? I, I Well, I was on set, certainly. I was yeah. there for her 
her big speech in the movie, Ooh. you know, where we, everyone turns gets turned into babies. I was there for that. She's a beautiful statuesque woman. She's a statuesque woman. Mm. Uh, that was actually, that was a blast, you know, because yeah. it was such a, you know, getting into the makeup for Stitches was not fun. Right. Because um, uh, they made that foam head. They put you in this molding to make this, you know, these costumes. So cool, though. But it was... Uh, it was pretty cool. And an awesome comedic cast. Again, yeah. it's one of those movies, because yeah. I used to Had, nanny. Like Dave Foley. And I loved Ken watching. McDonald, uh, Ken McDonald's yeah. in Ooh. it. And uh, um, what's, uh, from, uh, from Army of Darkness. Oh, Bruce, oh, Campbell. Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell, yeah. Bruce Campbell was in it. Yep. Uh, it was good. It was fun. Really good. And it was cool to be in a superhero movie. Right? And you isn't know? it good totally. to be I kept like... saying, is there any way I could have some powers? And they kept saying, no. Just like one powers? Just throw some marbles or something fun. <laughs> you should have just done it in one take. Marbles! marbles. Where do these marbles come from? Can I everyone's just like... Fall. Everyone's dangerous. Car- carbonate people's drinks that are uncarbonated? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question four. Your first credit is the role of production assistant on Sybil. Oh, my God. What was the name of your episode? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, the movie. But I do remember part of the plot. She goes, they go to this, end up visiting this Russian family where they realize that Sybil is very popular in Russia. Mm. But I don't remember okay. what the title is called. The um, show is called. It's also a movie with If you go uh, to a Burt coffee Lancaster. shop right down the street, you're keeping it. No, that's really Let, bad. Let's keep it's a movie it, with Burt Lancaster and Peter Riegert <laughs> that takes place in Scotland. Oh, my God. What? Oh, uh, the last action what? Hero. Okay, and now within the same Is zip code. Is hero in there? Yep. Okay. First word? Oh, local hero. Yes. There you go. I remember that. <laughs> there now, you go. That's, oh, my God. You know, it was, uh, and I think it was a horrible, a hilarious line where I told her that her tar- car had been towed. Oh. Um, and then I said, you parked in Betty White's spot. And she gets pissed or something like that. And that's before Betty, Betty White this was even before. blowing up. Yeah, I was on the cusp. Oh man, you were on the forefront. Ten years, <laughs> just ten, fifteen years shy of Betty. <laughs> the Betty, big White's Betty White explosion, huge explosion. <laughs> so she owes me. For, You're welcome, Betty, for reading the line they gave me. Mm. That was wow. That was that was surreal. The, her that failed show, The Betty White Power Hour. That didn't make sense. <laughs> no, yeah. What was that? Put, was that? You was put like White Power together. Mm-hmm. It's just, you turn some people off. But you turn some people on so hard. <laughs> it's worth the risk. Mm-hmm. All right, and finally, question five. You played a technician in the Steven Spielberg, Tom Cruise sci-fi flick Minority Report. The precogs in the film are named after three famous mystery writers. Mm-hmm. Name them. Oh, my God. This, this is going to need, like, 20. Sounds clues. like uh, uh, Mer- a Martha Monin Moyle. Uh, it's the right uh, name. Jessica Fletcher. Yes. <laughs> Basically. Jessica Fletcher from uh-huh. Murder, She Wrote. Right. Uh, um, uh, Sherlock Holmes. Yep. And. Um, oh, that Basil, the oh, great oh, mouse Bloodhound detective. Gang. Bloodhound, Bloodhound Gang. Gang. That's it. Bloodhound Gang. <laughs> I'm, uh, they are, uh, Captain Bloodhound Gang. Get in here. The report is, min- is minor. <laughs> we have a minor report here. <laughs> well, they're named, they're named Dashiell, Arthur, and Agatha. After Dashiell Hammett, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, and Agatha Christie. Oh, wow. Duh. There you go. Can I tell you? I'll just tell you a side story. Speaking of horrible. Tom Cruise? Oh. No, horrible experience. I have two. I won't. I'll spare. I'll do the quick version. I have two flop sweat stories, and that was one of them, <laughs> where I just had the worst day on set I think I've oh. ever had. And we had gotten this part in Minor Report. And this was, at, the movie was mostly done, and, and uh, Spielberg decided he needed, he wanted some more scenes to build some tension. So they hired we all auditioned for technicians in this sort of futuristic police dispatch. And so typical, like, Spielberg, it was multicultural. 
Right. You know, it's like every race was represented in this, <laughs> in this little thing. And so we all had these horrible lines that were full of technical technical words Jargon. that didn't make sense you know target log five two seven six one target all merry-go-rounds in precinct you know precinct seven two one one of those things so the actual audition was like one line each maybe or something easy got the part i was working i was directing the sunday show over the groundlings at the time which Oof. meets on like wednesday nights yep. i was supposed to work thursday i thought no big deal i got it uh i get home you know, pretty late at night, and my, the fact the fax machine has been going off, and there's like 17 pages of new stuff that they've <gasps> sent over, and it's monologues of of technical jargon. I'm like, what the hell's happened? So I frantically think I should just learn and learn this. So I stay up. It's so dumb. I stay up all night learning it. Go 7 a.m. to port. Anyway, uh, cut to the main thing is like uh, I don't know it. And uh, Spielberg literally drives up on a go-kart, uh, one of those golf carts, not go on a go-kart. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, he's living on the edge. No, you know. It's just fun, fun on the job. Oh, my God. It's so much fun. They're dangerous. They flip. But <laughs> he loves fun. them. But he comes up on a golf cart, and he's like, oh, hey, you know, guys, we'll probably get to you guys later in the day. I really want you guys to learn these lines. I want it dripping off your tongue, you know, building the tension. And you're like, Ugh. So everyone felt like they were on the same page. We're all like, oh, when did you get it? I got to say it last night. So uh, the writer of this particular section of technological technology stuff whatever comes over and he says uh so you guys got everything we said yeah because we've been running for a while and then he looked at me and says do you know what you're doing i said i think so he goes you're the guy who's logging this stuff into the computer so like rain man as soon as they start reading or saying their lines you have to come in with your line right after it. So oh while they're talking, oh I'm also talking. So they'll say, like, we have to find all the precincts. Meanwhile, have I, have to go, all the I have to go target precincts five, two, to seven, the, six, one. Oh I'm logging gosh. it. So now I have to read this monologue while <gasps> they're trying to say it. So we have all these people talking at the same time. So I was like, so I should just be But learning. if you blow it, it's just Spielberg. It's just Spielberg. Yeah. Don't worry about it. So we get inside this huge place you know this police dispatch place you're futuristic you have this microphone that comes sort of stuck to your face futuristic type thing um we're wearing these wool sort of police outfits it's something that breathes you know (laughs) for 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 our police you know when they're running it's hot in there we start uh, already i'm like freaking out don't know the the part and it's this handheld camera it starts on me and then it's going to go into those people so basically it starts on me and then as after the camera leaves me i just sort of go up and i can't remember anything so i just stop talking because <laughs> i figured the camera's on me because <laughs> now i'm starting to sweat and oh my panicking gosh. and there we're in this little glass area and so we get that one take and spielberg's just staring at the monitor you oh know i think gosh. he just cared what it looked like visually and then you hear this tap 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 on the glass and then i see the script supervisor look at me going say your lines You've got to say your lines. And Spielberg says, yeah, guys, let's say our lines. Now, more flop sweat. The mic keeps fall, coming, falling off my face. It oh, won't no. stay stuck. So I keep pulling, pushing the thing on. So now when the camera gets off me, I pull my sides out of my pocket and just start reading. <laughs> this is like, this is like <laughs> no. the most unprofessional moment of oh, my life. Oh, my gosh. Where I, am, I literally cannot stop sweating. Oh. And uh, then they said, we're going to. 
let's let's do and there was uh, the reason I said there were seventeen pages because there was tons of just random scenes and he said let's do number ten I'm like number ten so we're all flipping <gasps> through this pack and he's like let's just do that one it didn't matter because this was just like so they're going to cut to it's all cutting room floor by the way at the end of the day oh none of this gosh. is used in the movie so so then they say now they go let's do everyone's and then we'll, and then he points at me and then we'll do yours in a close up oh god so now I'm freaking out and I'm over in the corner trying to learn this oh <laughs> this I hate thing. this story it's a horrible story. I did like 15 takes of this one line just trying to get it With close Spielberg up. watching you uh-huh. in a box. Yeah. In oh a wall And hating me. Oh and we're going to recreate it right now. Steven, <laughs> come on out. Get in the uh, Put the sweater I'm on. I'm so sorry. You're, you're the reason we had to cut those scenes. Wait a second. It sounds like George. It's George Clooney. Yeah, it's just me being Spielberg. <laughs> I'm still here, guys. Get out of here, Matt Damon. Oh, man. Look, I'm, I'm done Ooh, surfing. <laughs> Rip time. <laughs> Right now, there's so many voiceover casting directors hearing this going like, we, we just them. found Whoa. a miracle. Goldmine, goldmine, <laughs> sector he can four, do precinct 13. Any, he can do any celebrity. Here's the thing. He can do any celebrity as long as they're part of the Ocean's crew. <laughs> yeah. who, who do you do? Ocean's 11. Anybody. That's it? Mm-hmm. But I do the whole thing. How about Ocean's 13? No, 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 no. no. Original Ooh. cast only. Original cast only. <laughs> I do. Um, I do Scott uh, Scott Con. Uh, He's actually I do a copy Casey of the Affleck. movie I do that great I Casey Affleck. Oh man! Wow. Whoa. When am I going to get involved with this? Why are you always talking? That's Scott Kane. Wow, that was beautiful. Scott Con. I kept saying Kane. Con. Con. Double A. Right. Meet meet. In. Uh, okay, right, it's Vanessa, my turn. See your yeah. questions. Have you ever met an Olsen twin? No. The Wait. new Olsen. What? Have you met the new Olsen? <laughs> no, I haven't met the new Olsen. But yeah. have I met Olsen twin? Why? No, because I did Sweet Valley High, but that wasn't them. Whoa! That's I did a, a Sweet totally Valley High. Different set of nice. twins. I know, but I was <laughs> my mind was twins. But I remember I remember being way too old to be a librarian in Sweet Valley High. <laughs> this is probably right after Sybil. I was just climbing this ladder. Sybil, wow. this is Sweet Valley High. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I came from North Carolina. I with a train. <laughs> okay, next. Starting at the bottom, at your toes, how high would you go up cutting that much off of your body if it saved my life? Wow. If it saved your life? Mm-hmm. Wow. I'd go for it. <laughs> I think because I could be, I, I would go just above the knees. Thank you. Mm-hmm. There's a certain area you get to where guys are going to be like, no. Well, no, because I just feel like, you know, they've made so much advance of prosthetics yeah. that I'm like, I can get a couple good legs. And you could get pressed for it. Get you what? Press. Oh, I said no press. What? I said, I said press. get breasts for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I've always wanted? I've always wanted boobs on my knees. I've always Knee wanted... Boobs. Oh, my God. I love your prosthetic. Are those boobs? Yep. yep. <laughs> I was tired of people looking at my face. I want them to look at my knees. I'm down here. I'm down, I'm down, down here. here. You now, ass. Mr. Ash, uh, we are able to give you those implants you wanted. However, yes. we're going to need to cut off your legs below the knees. <sighs> no. Killer. <laughs> hey guys. Okay, next question. Ben Kingsley, Kenneth Branagh, and Robert Forster, and you are in a musical comedy TV show uh, that, from the advertising campaign, is adamantly nothing like Glee. But mm-hmm. I'm interested in what it is like. Oh, uh, and, and it's a musical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This and very unglee like. Yeah. Oh God. I mean, from what I've seen, you guys are. Very opposed to Glee, almost. Yeah, we're almost opposed to Glee. Uh, we decided to uh, do this 
very hardcore mm-hmm. barbershop quartet show. Whoa. I mean, I'm talking dark. Because <laughs> I think most people are like, barbershop quartets, it's light, it's fluffy, it's harmony. It's, you they know, have singing razors about, in barbershops. It, yeah, exactly. Right. What's the complexity so things, that brought Kingsley to the... Exactly. It's sort of like Sweeney Todd for barbershop quartets. That's what we're going with. And that's really intense. And and, and, and each episode, we also solve a crime. Whoa. Well, I can't wait to see Mm -hmm. it. And it's it's called Off Key. Oh, that's good. It's called called Off Key. (laughs) And Forrester plays my dad. And we have this sort of barbershop quartet slash detective agency. And you were born into it. You were born. No, I was born to. I was born to sing, and you get that from the very beginning. (laughs) You just know it because I can't stop singing, but always in harmony. I'm I'm like third harmony, so Mm. I don't. I never get to sing medley, uh, a melody. So I've so it's always an issue between me and Ben, who's always on melody, and always like ah, you know. My my father. I hate you know singing just off just just six notes under. I don't want to say the harmony terms. But, you know, You're singing in his shadow. Yeah, right. Well, but, they they do give you a nice touching backstory episode. Oh no, there's a great touching backstory in talking this about Friday, it. It's entitled "Singing in the Shadows" on a very special <laughs> off key. Uh, Jim, <laughs> that's not who I play, but I just so people yeah, know who right. I, I play. I play um, Corey. Right. This sort of. This, Corky, <laughs> not Corky. Uh, he's sorry, not life. Sorry, not life goes on. Because I know this is Corey. He's uh, the son of Robert Forrester and his older brother Ben Kingsley. <laughs> it, yeah, I was always curious about the age difference, but this is it sort of works. We just go with it. Work. We go yeah. with it. Well, because we needed a nod to the days of barbershop quartets, right. and I'm more modern and Obviously. young and hip, so I'm sort of like the eye candy for the show that pulls in the young audience. Your back is mm-hmm. beautiful on those billboards. By the way, oh, you thank have a you. beautiful well, back. We can go funny, <laughs> and so my off-key this this particular episode, mm-hmm. Corey, um, who's been living the shadow of Ben Kingsley, oh. uh, goes to the dark side and <gasps> joins this sort of uh, rival barbershop quartet oh uh, called the Shadows. That's why it's like, and they have hip hop. They do hip hop. They do mashups. Oh, right. And this is this is our sort of nod at yeah. you know we're not Glee, right? Uh, <laughs> and um, to show allegiance to my family, I kill them all. Wow. Okay. Next it's a question. dark, dark <laughs> episode. Great it show. probably will not air because yeah. they're really concerned about it. But I do do a wonderful. Uh, I have a huge solo in it. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. To uh, I sing a, a seal song? spoonful of sugar. <laughs> This is the kind of I slice them all to pieces because <laughs> it's just it just reminds me that medicine goes right. down, cut right. his head off. Medicine go down, cut his head, cut off. Off, head off. Just a spoonful of show. I'll make them in the most delightful way. It's such a dark, twisted, wonderful, oh. macabre moment. Well, this is the kind of new cutting edge programming that Stars is getting known for. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Stars watch. And, you know, we have upwards of 50 to 60,000 people watching us. Whoa. So, we're really, really excited. <laughs> I mean, these are the numbers that you just really want. Yeah, when and you you're dream on of stars. Them. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, mm. Okay. Next. Uh, would you rather own at stars all is of like, you, motherfucker? <laughs> stars, the, the head of stars does listen to this show. Yeah, <laughs> stars he's so not fucking with the Z, So we met the he's actual just, cosmos. Yeah, <laughs> but P.S. That barbershop idea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Can we I'm talk? really upset about you, but I do want your off-key idea. <laughs> Copyright WJ. Yeah. Tim, yeah. Tim, Tim. Um, would you rather own all of Hawaii or control the bees? Wow. <laughs> Why? Who would not want to own Hawaii? I know. It, <laughs> it feels like... Bees, I feel like the, the bees... The bees control the world. No, they don't. That's what you don't know. The bees well, control the world. The bees... Without the bees, we know we're fucked. Yeah. 
because we'll, we'll have they, – they do a lot for us that we mm-hmm. don't know. We've seen the documentary. But it's not like you could own Hawaii, but then there's no more bees and the world's going to go into, like, chaos. Like, that I understand. You control like, the bees, you control the world. <laughs> mm-hmm. I stand by that. Yeah, I just I just feel like, ah, uh, that just feels like a lot of work. I'm just going to own Hawaii, you know. <laughs> That's a lazy man's answer. No, you know, but I feel like, you know, I'd rather just hang out with the bees that are specifically on Hawaii. The indigenous You know, and yeah. just hang out with them. Well, okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That says a lot about you, just so yeah. you know. I've been doing a personality work hard. test. No, no, that, that makes sense. <laughs> Orchestrating the bees. Yeah, yeah. Bees make honey. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta listen to me. Dang him, Hal. All right, bees, family meeting. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Quiet down. Cover me, bees. Cover me with yourselves. Um, Okay, this Mm -hmm. is the final question. Okay. I heard you're working on adapting the game Guess Who into a movie. Um, So who is it? (laughs) Uh, Oh, it's the the bald man with the mustache. Oh, Herman. 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 Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's Herman. He's got a lot of forehead. It's guessing right? where the kids flip down yeah. as they describe. Yeah. What you know, sadly, someone probably is making that movie. I looked it up before the battleship I wrote the thing. We've just yeah. hit well, rock bottom. Yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah, I've seen the battleship. I hate trailer. to be offensive to crazy. those people who are looking forward to it. It's basically Transformers. Yep. With Rihanna in the water with a boat. Rihanna's in it though. She oh really? Mm-hmm. My, what mm. I always loved about that game, Guess Who? Though, is there's like two black people. I think. Yeah. Oh, there maybe uh, three because like one of the questions you guys like, are you white? <laughs> flip, 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 flip. <laughs> gotcha. So don't choose one of the two black people. Sydney, gotcha again. <laughs> oh, guess who? Come up to the times. Right. Well, my nephews for Christmas, they're four and seven. They got Star Wars. Guess who? And it is crazy. It's always Boba Fett. It was Boba Fett, like three times in a row. But to hear these little kids that, I mean, they're really smart, but they don't know that much in the world. They're little kids. The amount of detailed questions they could ask about Star Wars characters, like ships and weaponry and yeah. like things that are not in the picture at all. Yeah. And they're like, flick, 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 flick. Yeah, no. um, are you indigenous to Tatooine? Oh, yeah. <laughs> flip, 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 yeah. flip, flip. No. Oh, the boring ones. Are you Luke's father? <laughs> Got that one? Do you have hair like cinnamon buns? Yeah, but... <laughs> okay. Are um... you voiced by Frank Oz? Well, even that one seems like. <laughs> <laughs> Do you go? <laughs> were you were you frozen in that carbonite type stuff? Okay. Are you yeah. really big and ugly? Yeah. Like really big and ugly. Wait, wait. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That oh yeah. Oh, yeah. a job of the hut yeah. thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It does feel like to <laughs> be limited. Yeah. God, I don't know anything from after the first three. Nope. Me. Oh, wait. Were you hated by many? George R. Banks. Yeah. Are you the droids I'm looking for? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Wait. Who am I looking for? Guess <laughs> who? Yeah, It'd be really hard to play that. that with a Jedi. <laughs> yeah. Just constantly wiping your mind as you go through it. Yeah. Whoa. Wait, why did I flip all these down? Where am no I? Reason. It feels like if you play Guess Who, I'm sure kids get to a place where they can't play the game anymore. It's like celebrity. Yep. It's like you get down to one word and I know who it is. Yep. Oh, Duval, this is what he always does. For- <laughs> Got it. What Ooh. do you want to do next? Play I don't know. Not play this. Not play- <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. 
Mm-hmm. Thanks well, for coming. Thanks on for our coming show. on the yes, show. Yes, thank yeah. you for having me. It was a blast. Uh, You're wonderful. Safe no, community, you. everybody. Go to yeah, the safe community. Yes, please. Safe community. It's one of the best Six shows on seasons TV. Six seasons of a movie. Yep. Cool, cool, cool. Keep, keep seeing Descendants. Yeah, check out the Descendants. Yeah, see that. If you're in the San Francisco Bay Area, guy. go see uh, the Groundlings Beverly Winwood Actors oh, yeah. Showcase right. at SS Sketchfest, which Jim That's is right. part of. That's right. Very excited. That's a blast of a show. I'm very excited to go to that. It's going to be there. really fun. Yeah. they got some good stuff. we got a right? couple decent people on the lineup, I think. It's a great lineup. Woo. But I feel, like, I feel like I have to hang out longer. Yeah, because you can get pranked. Yeah. <laughs> Just God, well, maybe this pranked. is the time. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we didn't announce it, but George Clean will be pranking all weekend. Yes. Whoa. I'll see you at Sketchfest. <laughs> oh, man. The, okay. Matt, get out of here. Media. That's I'm Surf Our Way to Sketchfest. <laughs> oh, man. Casey, get on my back. <laughs> That's a good promo for Sketchfest. Maybe you should cut it. Surf Our Way to Sketchfest. <laughs> Who is that? McConaughey, McConaughey on a surfboard. On a surfboard. <laughs> Going to San Francisco. <laughs> All right. I'm Jim paid. Rash is the we... new Sybil of Sketchfest. <laughs> we paid for this promo. We paid a lot. Well, we paid oh, a lot man. for it. We can't oh. undo it. And oh, they're going to be dripping in tar. That's true. It's going to be great. <laughs> so you guys got to come see that. Uh, you can follow Jim on Twitter. He's on the tweeter. I'm on, yes, at Rash is TV Ugly. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm at Cole Stratton. I'm at Vanessa Ragland. The podcast is at PMC Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Boop, boop. That's the sound of the police. Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>